T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning, world, and welcome to episode 47,913 give or take, of Trust the Tape. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh uh, at JC1053 on Twitter, alongside my co-host, Dane Brugler, at DP Brugler on Twitter. How are we this morning, Dane? Doing well. Uh, we're on, what, deadline for a few draft magazines going on right now, just trying to watch more guys between now and the Combine. The Combine list comes out this week, uh, so we'll find out the official snubs and... Uh, all that. The list is about 330 players long. Shaquem Griffin's in, right? He's in. Uh, a few guys that are out. Puna Ford, which... Disrespectful to Puna. There are not 330 better players in this draft, but whatever. Uh, Doris Fountain, the wide receiver from Northern Iowa. Those two names stood out the most for me just based on my uh, informal research uh, asking around. So we'll find out the official list this week uh, and get some more snubs. I'm sure there'll be more. Uh, every year there's... I think last year there was about 30 players who were drafted who did not go to the combine so by all means you know if you don't if you're a player you're listening to this you don't get an invite your journey's not over uh how many of the players you think are listening to this after all the things we've said about them uh you know i i would hope most players understand that they're not perfect we can all be critiqued uh not us well, no, if you're a player, no, if you're a player and I've critiqued you, feel free to critique me. Tell me what I'm doing wrong, tell me what I'm doing right, tell me, give me a sky report on on my job. Uh, I please, mean, please, please someone listening that's a prospect, please do this. I say not, not just a general fan, but a prospect. If there's a player listening and I've critiqued you, feel free to critique me. That that's absolutely fair. Um, no, I just my did my top 50 uh this week. That's Ooh, gonna be this a, a good topic. This is a good topic. This is see, this is something that when we tweet out trust the tape, right? We can put Dane's top 50 <laughs> and people will be like, pow, and we'll be on it. Okay, so you want to start with that? Yeah, I want to start with the top 50. All right, we you have not sh- seen this yet, so I have not seen this. This is, this is gonna be shocking to yeah. me, and I'm gonna destroy it. Like, you want to be critiqued? I'm here to critique it because I was once. Uh, a highly sought after prospect myself. Oh yeah, yeah. You didn't see my tape, no, because uh, I drank my way out of Abilene Christian. But before that, I had a lot going on. Hmm. You know, six three, four seven guy, healthy knees, uh, better knees at the time, solid route runner, thin. I was yeah. thin. Just uh, the character though, that was yeah. You know, about a thirty two inch vertical. Maybe yeah. not what you're looking for, but acceptable. Not, not, not quite forty seven like Randy Moss. Not but, quite. Uh, so Dane's top fifty. Yeah, so this who, is good. We'll get a feel for uh, where the depth is in at the top of the draft. Who do you think player number one is to kick it off? Uh, I can tell you who player number one is, and uh, you might have it wrong. Okay. Player number one is Quentin Nelson, oh. left guard, Notre Dame. You got one right. Nailed it. Yes, yeah, uh, Quentin Nelson. We've talked about before. Just a player with few weaknesses. He's a special, special player. And like, this isn't a mock draft. We can debate the value of an offensive guard high in the draft. But you want to miss or do you want to pick a pro bowler? Right. And this is just a draft board. This is the best players uh, in this draft. And Quentin Nelson is the best football player in this draft, regardless of position. Um, 
Two, I went Mika Fitzpatrick, corner from Alabama. Uh, is he a corner? Is he a safety? It doesn't really matter. It's kind of like Jalen Ramsey when he came out. He can be an impact guy at either spot. Uh, I just want him on my football team. You're super confident that he's the second best player in the draft? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like um, him a lot. I'm just, I watch him play slot corner, and it's like, okay. Right. I'm projecting him somewhere. Well, and it's it's kind of like the Jalen Ramsey thing. Yeah. You know, I, I think maybe that's the Ramsey projection and the success he has had is giving me extra confidence in this, but uh, I feel good about Fitzpatrick. He's a, I feel very good about him being a top five player in this draft. I have my two right now. Um, number three, I mean, would you put anyone ahead of Fitzpatrick? Like, no brainer? Uh, I would start with my disclaimer, and my disclaimer is that I think my first round is going to have less than 15 guys on it. I have 14. Fi- 14? Yeah. Okay. I think, so, I don't think it's top heavy, although I am enjoying this draft. Uh, I want all the second round picks. I think Bradley Chubb is a nominee for number two. He's number three for me. Saquon Barkley. He's number four. I'm scared to put Barkley that high, though, because in this draft, I don't think I would want to use a really high pick on a running back. Agree. Because I can just take Ronald Jones later and be awesome. That's about it, though. Chubb, Barkley, uh, Nelson. Who'd you, oh, and Minka. Yeah. Those, yeah those that's are, about it. Those are my top four. Uh, Different order. I have you know, Nelson, Minka, Bradley, Chubb, and then Barkley at four. Uh, five, I'm my first quarterback, Sam Darnold. Uh, and, you know, we can debate where the quarterbacks belong in this draft, but when you're putting together a draft board, it's not necessarily the best players right now. It's, you know, five years when we look back, how will, you know, the, the best players stack up? And I think Sam Darnold could be a, a top five player from this class. So he is number five for me. Denzel Ward, corner from Ohio State, six. Roquan Smith, linebacker from Georgia, seven. Two undersized guys, but heck, just get them on my football team. They might not be the traditional, true top ten player, you know, that you get excited about, but they're darn good players. They you make have a your five team better. nine corner in your top six. Five ten. I don't know, we're gonna have to round up, aren't we? And I, I'm gonna guess five ten. Five one oh. One. <laughs> 5096. Dave, right. If Hellman's listening, he's going to love this. He just, Dave Hellman of Cowboys.com just loves the measurements. Loves it. Last night he was like, 6038. And I had to explain to him how that's not a number <laughs> and what the last number means. Right. It's eighths of an inch, guys. So if it was an eight, you just the number before would be higher. Okay? Got it? Cool. Back to Dane. Eight. Another quarterback. Baker Mayfield. Oh, I like that. When you watch Baker Mayfield. I like that. You just run out of reasons why he shouldn't be this high. You just run out of reasons. Well, he's not real tall, Dane. Okay. Can't uh, play. Two in- you're going to let two inches stop you from... Uh, you Man, know, just, that's a weird thing to ask. I I, I, I know. I open-ended, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Just depending on who you ask. I would not let two inches stop me <laughs> with Baker. Okay. <laughs> I would take Baker in the draft. Very good. Very uh-huh. good. Uh, I've got Josh Rosen, nine... I've got I've got I've got issues with Rosen, but what are your issues with Rosen? Like he and I wrote this in my kind of description of him. He has this is this is the player in my top fifty who has the most potential to move up or down based on how the next few months go. Um, it, it's just I like him as a player. He's a very good pocket passer. I worry about him when things break down. I worry about his decision making. I worry about his just overall character. Uh, there are plenty of things I worry about with Rosen, but. 
he's a very pretty pocket passer, and that counts for something that can carry you a long way. So uh, he still makes my top 10. Uh, 10, Calvin Ridley, Alabama. Top wide receiver on my board. Um, I don't necessarily think he's a future number one, but I think he could be a high-end number two, uh, and I think he'd be a perfect fit for some some of these teams, including the Cowboys. 11, Derwin James, Florida State. Where do you where do you land on Derwin James? I don't know. There's there's a lot of guys I think in this draft, and he's probably right at the top of the list where you say, okay, what's the difference between what he is today and what he could be? Mm-hmm. Because his tape is a good college football player. His tape in top eleven in the country, not not at all. No, but what you think he could be? The versatility, the athleticism, he could be a top five player. Yeah, when you think about him, like let's think about all these players two years from now and where you think they'll be in two years. You get excited about Derwin James. Sure. So that's why, that's the rationale why he's 11 and why I wouldn't be surprised if he even is in the top 10 for some people, for some teams. Uh, Number 12, a guy both uh, I think you and I like a lot, Mike Hughes, corner, UCF. yep, yep. Got two hands. <laughs> like most football players. Uh, 13, Tremaine Edmonds, linebacker from Virginia Tech. Also has two hands. Don't love him as much as some other people, but... I've seen people talking top five. See, I'm not even a top ten guy with him. I, I like him, but, yeah. uh, you know, he's... I think saying he's that good is one of those things where people are projecting... Yeah. It's almost Derwin james Right. Where you're saying, okay, traits. he's right. 19 years old. I think he turns 20 soon. Maybe he already did. Uh, and he's 6'4", 245, and he's athletic. Yeah, really athletic. Because he doesn't play like a, a finished 6'4", 245-pound middle linebacker. No, he has great length, but he doesn't always know how to use it. Right. Like when you see him try to take on blocks, and I, so there's plenty of questions there, but not enough where I'm going to drop him too far. I mean, he's still a top 15 player on my board. Uh, and keeping with the same theme about traits, Marcus Davenport is number 14 for me. Another guy where... Not necessarily the 14th best player right now. But so that's a first-round grade. That is a first-round grade, yes. I did not give him one of those. Uh, 15, Maurice Hurst. And that's not a first-round grade. Because you said you have 14. Mm, I lied. I, I, I have 15. <laughs> okay. I have 15 first-round grades. Okay. <laughs> Hurst is my last first-round grade. Okay. Um, Hold on, i got to look through and see if I have anybody in the first round that you haven't said yet. Yep, I sure do. I think, uh, I think you have a few. Well, because I also don't... I don't do ones and twos. I do ones and then I do one twos and then I do twos. It's just it's that's impossible. a good way. That's a good way to cheat, Dane. Um, it's impossible to just say a guy's a one when there's 32 picks in a round. Is yeah. he a top five guy? Is he a late first? Well, I need to cheat too and do that because I've got guys that are somewhere between. So just I think I have like 30 second rounders right now. Right. And I'm not done. <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to end up with 40 second rounders. Probably. And it's going to happen. You need a few one twos in there, a few two threes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of the cop out spot. So I, my number 16 player, I think, is a guy you have a first round grade on, Vita Vea. Defense I do. tackle from Washington, who. I do. Again, we've talked about it before. He's rare with his power, his athleticism. I just don't see it enough. Uh, the discipline issues, the technique issues. Um, again, I like him enough to have him 16 on my board. Just I have some questions there that keep me from putting him too much higher. Uh, but I do think he'll go higher because, again, those traits are just off the charts. 17, another guy we both like a lot, Ronald Jones. I love Ronald Jones. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's um, 
Oh, what's he going to be, 205 pounds, something like that? He's a Jamal Charles clone. Okay, yeah, because the only knock I have is that he doesn't weigh what you think a starting running back weighs. That's it. Well, when you want to compare him to anybody in this class, when it just comes to feel for running the football, when it comes to the – you talk about this with Ridley, the manipulation of speed, the change of direction, the acceleration. Yeah. Ronald Jones is a badass. He is. I think he's a first-round player. It is fair to, you know, point out the 205 pounds because – Again, he he run when he gets that forward momentum going, he has some run power with two of them. And legs don't stop. Right. But just in terms of body armor, you know, that's something that is a question mark with a running back, uh, especially if you're gonna take one in the first round. So uh the lack of body armor could be an issue. Don't be Jamal Charles. Well be Jamal Charles, just stay healthy. So that's number seventeen. Eighteen, Isaiah Wynn, guard from Georgia, really good player. Uh, me likey, me likey. Nineteen, Jair Alexander, corner. Your first offensive lineman just showed up at eighteen. Second, Nelson. Oh, Nelson. Yeah, yeah. I forget. He doesn't count. I th- I've got. He's like, different. I think I have like four interior offensive linemen before my first tackle. Who's your first tackle? We'll get there. Okay. Uh, Jair Alexander. Do you like Jair Alexander as much as I do? Apparently, um, I don't think so. I'm as a two. So okay. no. I'm. I'm as a one two. I think you know Joe Hayden like you know a little undersized, but. You haven't gotten to Jackson yet. I have Jackson right ahead of Alexander. Uh, Deron Payne, 20, Alabama defensive tackle. Billy Price, the corner, or excuse me, the center. I'd like to see Billy Price play corner. I'd like to see that what that pedal's like, the transition quickness. I'd like uh, to see him cover Vita Vea. Yeah, I mean, good you know, good height and length, so you've got that going for him. That's true. Billy Price, 21. Uh, Sam Hubbard, 22, another Ohio State Buckeye defensive end. Not necessarily a high ceiling player, but I think he's a safe guy at number 22. 23, Josh Jackson, corner, Iowa. Uh, tackling's optional. I could put him so much higher if he tackled. Yeah, that's, that's I my could put him too. so much higher if he tackled. I think he's going to be an outstanding outside zone corner with you know his, his ball skills, the instincts. Uh, but yeah, I agree. He's a little bit of a liability in, in run support. And in the NFL, that matters. Uh, so 23 on the board for me. 24, Dallas Goddard, South Dakota State, the first tight end uh, on the list. He ain't my first tight end. 25, 26, two running backs. Uh, what would that be? Who are you going to put ahead, Michelle or Chubb? Let's go with Darius Geis and Sony Michelle. Darius Geis and Carrion Johnson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You love Carrion. I love actually Carrion. haven't watched Carrion yet. He's the... I won't say the toughest, but one of the toughest running backs I've ever scouted. Uh, his ability, his just will to do it is amazing. It, it, when you watch him, you don't, he doesn't necessarily, it's not like Ronald Jones where the gifts are just obvious. You just kind of watch him and watch him, and then you gain a more and more appreciation for what he does and how he does it. Uh, just a, a win at all cost attitude, very tough. So yeah, Karrion Johnson, 26 on my board. 27, Will Hernandez, uh, the big guard from Utah, Mahler. Fun guy. 28. So that's what? Quentin Nelson, Isaiah Wynn, Billy Price, and Will Hernandez. That's four interior guys. Before 28, Connor Williams. Okay. First tackle. Uh, Not a fan of this tackle class. 29, another quarterback, Josh Allen, Wyoming. Uh, About 100 spots high. About 100 spots high. Yeah. You did your best, though. You did your best to be like, listen, I didn't put him in the top 10. I didn't put him in the top 20, but you had to put him somewhere. The way I handle Josh Allen is if I was an NFL team, needed a quarterback, at what point in the draft would I feel comfortable taking a chance on everything he offers? Where the Browns took Kaiser? 
At 52? Yep. For me, I would take a chance on Josh Allen somewhere in that late first, early second. So on my board, that it just it's 29. Uh, so that's that's where I would feel comfortable just rolling the dice, taking a chance on a guy like that. Uh, 30, DJ Moore, wide receiver, Maryland. Second wide receiver off the board. 31, Lamar Jackson, quarterback, Louisville. So Lamar Jackson makes my top 32. There we go. Uh, Jacksonville. Yeah. I'm, go learn for a year and then take it because Bortles is going to be there. At least for one more year. Yeah, he's got $19 million coming unless he can have the most miraculous wrist recovery ever after <laughs> yeah. surgery. Uh, well, my first mock draft I did back in November, that's what I, you know, Lamar Jackson to Jacksonville, just be a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Make it happen. 32, another interior offensive lineman, James Daniels, center, Iowa, uh, hometown, shout out Warren, Ohio. 33. Wait, you guys are from the same town? Yes, we are. All right. He graduated with my sister in what, 2000? They ever date? 14. They ever no. get together? Go to a movie? No, I asked her about him. He, she said that um, she talked to him a few times. He was a very quiet guy. Uh, gentle giant. Yeah. Gentle giant guy. Right, right, right. Mm. Uh, 33. Mike McGlinchey, tackle, Notre Dame. Uh, has a few warts, you know, struggles with speed, edge speed, but. Uh, He's a big old lumbering smarts. white guy. That's going to happen. Sure. It's, you know, it can get tough out there. 34, a guy we talked about uh, this morning, Okoronkwo, defensive end from Oklahoma. I, I don't care that he's 6'1". I, yeah, he's 245. It's a little undersized, but length. He's uh, tough. And he's not he's not really creative. Like, you know what's coming, but there's a difference between knowing what's coming and stopping it. And I think Okoronkwo, uh, the power at the point of attack, that natural leverage, he can drive defenders back. He's got quickness. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. So he's 34 on my board. 35, my third wide receiver, Christian Kirk, A&M, high ceiling, high floor player. Um, I I think he's a day one slot guy, and that might be his ceiling. That might be what he, uh, what he okay. is. But exactly, that's, that, okay. that's okay. So, very good player. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of slot guys in the league now who aren't deep threats. Yeah, your job is to run in, out, and stop. That's kind of your job, right? You mm-hmm. run slants, you run option routes. That's what you're doing from the slot. Christian Kirk, at worst, is better than that. Yeah, he can manipulate the middle of the field, uh, and he's a guy that he's going to make you play a lot of nickel. Uh, and I don't think you're going to feel comfortable with your safety trying to, you know, or you're playing zone with your linebackers. I mean, what are you going to do? So uh, he's going to force defenses to uh, defend against him. Thirty-six, Isaiah Oliver, uh, corner from Colorado. True classic press man corner. 37, next wide receiver, Anthony Miller, wide receiver, Memphis. Uh, we've got to find out what's going on with the foot. That could be an issue moving forward, but, you know, from walk-on to record breaker, Anthony Miller is a real deal. 38, my fifth running back is? Uh, one of the Georgia kids. Tony Michelle, yeah. Uh, multidimensional weapon. Uh, routinely gets more uh, yards than what is blocked for him. Just a really good player. 39, Harold Landry. Uh, he, he might end up being a top five player. He has outstanding ability as a pass rusher. The yep. bend, the dip, uh, his ability just to wrap the corner, get to the quarterback. His senior year did not go as expected. Uh, injury is a big part of that. Um but he is—he's—he has a bit, chance to be a big-time player. Uh, so I, you know, Harold Landry at thirty-nine. I—I I wanted to put him higher, but right now this is where I think is appropriate for him. He's going to go in the first round. You think? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's my guess. Just well, because pass rushing is such a priority in the NFL, it is. 
and he ranks just as a pass rusher, what, first or second in this class? Mm. I, I mean, just as a pass rusher, yeah. I mean, I'll take Chubb over him, but yeah. I, just strictly as a pass rusher, probably two. Yeah. Um, Somebody's swinging on that. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily disagree. I, medicals will be a big part of it at the combine, what's going on with the foot, the ankle. Um and then just his ability to hold up versus a run, uh, you know, play power versus power down in the trenches in the NFL. It's it's a grown man's game. Can he do it? And that's something that I don't think a lot of NFL teams will necessarily see eye to eye on. Number forty, uh, Harrison Phillips, defensive tackle, Stanford. Forty-one, Carlton Davis, corner, Auburn. Oh, hold on, gotta get to him. Put a star next to his name there. I haven't seen him yet. Okay. Uh, okay. The skinny on him is. Big, athletic, uh, raw in a lot of areas. Needs to improve his footwork, his technique, but loves to contest everything thrown at him. Uh, more of a another traits pick than anything else. 42, Orlando Brown, tackle Oklahoma. Where, where do you see Orlando Brown in this? Uh, Orlando Brown I haven't done either, but watching him live, I think that Orlando Brown seems like he's not going to be a difficult evaluation. He's a big, super strong house that moves people around, and his foot speed isn't awesome. That's what makes him difficult, though, yeah. for me, at least. I mean, because he doesn't do He's not your traditional light-footed left tackle, traditionally what you look for. But that doesn't mean you can't win with him. Right. Uh, you know, he's lumbering a little bit, but he's so wide, and the wingspan is so huge, he can compensate. So it, that's what makes it difficult for Orlando Brown, uh, for, for a lot of people, uh, for me uh, included. He's at number 42 on my board. 43, Cortland Sutton, uh, you know, another guy who, when we look back, could end up being way higher on the draft board redo a couple years down the road. For right now, he's at 43. Taven Bryan at 40. Have you looked at Taven Bryan, Florida defensive tackle? Yeah. What'd you think? Where, uh, he's at 44 for me. Higher or lower for you? Uh, Probably maybe higher, but probably close. Okay. Because um, this podcast is called Trust the Tape for a reason. The tape is not consistently awesome. As a run player, it's sometimes it's like, hey, man, what are you doing? Like, what is your job? Even as a pass rusher, sometimes it's like, hey, man, what are you doing? Yeah. But you talk about interior guys that can penetrate, that can win with quickness, also flashes uh, the snatch. I like the guys who do the snatch. Yeah, you, you can, can do that. You snatch a guy, I like that. Got that grip strength. So, yeah, he's one of those guys that upside is pretty darn high, I think. Uh, consistency is fairly low. Right, and for a guy that has that type of athleticism, and like I, I'm a traits guy, but production matters. And I think he had six tackles for loss in his career. I, I mean, for a guy that's supposedly you know able to get to the backfield at will, like I hear a lot of people say, six tackles for loss. I, I mean, I need to see him be more consistent. And a lot of those times when he's getting to the backfield, he's disrupting the backfield op, uh, action and creating uh, some type of disruption. So it's a little deceiving, but still, I want more from a player that uh, has that type of skill set. 45, Ronnie Harrison, the safety from Alabama. More of a strong than a free, uh, but very violent downhill run defender. 46, Nick Chubb, Georgia. Uh, what is this? Six running back now off the board? So six running backs in my top 50. I'm just looking through my names to see who you're hating on when you're done here. Okay, 47, on. one of my pet cats in this draft, Rashawn Golden, corner, Tennessee, He's your ideal nickel player uh, in the NFL. People are sleeping on him. I don't hear any buzz out there. I think that'll change. 
Okay. 48, James Washington, wide receiver, Oklahoma State, a guy we talked about at length. Uh, you know, he's, what, the fifth receiver, sixth receiver now on this board. So running back, wide receiver, six for both of them in this top 50. 49, Rashawn Evans, linebacker, Alabama. And then number 50, which coincidentally is the Cowboys' second-round pick, Hayden Hurst, South Carolina tight end. Okay, because you were hating on him. Up until this point, you were hating. I was? Yeah, because you hadn't listed him. That made you a hater to this point. No, I mean, he's... Goddard's my top tight end. uh, And then I would kind of... I'm very similar similar with Mark Andrews and Hayden Hurst. I gave the edge to Hurst. Uh, Mark Andrews just missed out on this top 50. Oh, you're hating on him, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You were doing a blatant amount of hating on Michael Gallup. That's unappreciated. Yeah. Uh, you're a hater there. I, I am. Good you're, player. No, no, no. Don't. You're not allowed to say that. You're not a good player. Uh, let's see. Who else are you hating on? Uh, my guy, I don't know how to say, is you for? Is you for? I don't know who you're talking about. The Wake Forest defenseman. Oh, you know who I'm talking about. Duke you, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> you're hating on Duke there. You think he's a slam dunk top 50 guy? I like him. Uh, I would take him. Well, you don't want to hear who I'd take him over. Yeah, I would take him over Marcus Davenport and Hubbard. Ooh, I like uh, the conviction. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Other than that, it was Gallup. And my only other second round guy that you didn't name yet was, I don't want to tell you. No. I, I don't want to tell you. Why? Because it's DJ Chark, who Ooh. I put in the second round. Wow. It's the LSU wide receiver that had a nice senior bowl. And I didn't know anything about him until I watched him last night. And I looked out at my crowd, my audience. It was on my stage. And I am the wide receiver whisperer. You mm. will respect this. Self-proclaimed. Yeah. Well, Broadus said it once, and I don't know why, but I appreciated it. And I said, guys, not crazy that he could be the best wide receiver in the NFL out of this group. 6'3", runs like the wind, and running deep routes, he just kind of picks between fade and post or corner post or post corner and gets you about eight yards of separation in college. And that includes against Alabama. Yeah. 40 catches, mm. 22 yards per catch. Yeah, I remember his stats top of my head. Cause I watched him last night and I knew we were going to have to do this. DJ Chark. He's not the safest picket receiver. The ceiling is up there. I don't think you're, cra- I have a third on him. So I don't think you're crazy. Um, I, you know, I, he, there's a good chance he goes second round. Very good chance because of everything you just mentioned. Um, so did the senior bowl help sway you to that decision? Uh, it kind of raised my rate. I didn't, I wasn't even familiar with him. LSU it, was so awful at football right. that I didn't even care. Well, it's funny because said, they said, we're going to watch this. Or actually I said his name because of the senior bowl. I was like, let's do Chark. And he started playing. I was like, holy cow. I forgot how awful their quarterback play is. His family reached out to me and asked, should he go to the com or should he go to the senior bowl? And I sent him this his dad this long emails explaining, yes, this is why the quarterback was awful. You need to go show people yes. what you can do. This is gonna be a log jam of wide receivers in the second round this year, second, third round. Go separate yourself. Uh, you know, I don't think he's gonna hurt himself. Laid out this long email, why you should. He got back to me and said, Thank you, upon your advice, we've accepted our senior in- in- invite. Look at Dane. And I'm, I'm sure I was not the only person he asked. But I don't know. He, he went I think to, they're trusting the tape. DJ went to Mobile, and he had a great week. Uh, it, was, it wasn't a perfect week. He had some drops. He, you know, his routes knee tightened up a little bit, but exactly what you said, the ability to take the top off a of defense, that speed to create the, the separation is something we didn't get to see enough 
at LSU because he didn't have a quarterback that can get him the ball deep. So it's you're not crazy by putting him in the second round. I have a third on him. Uh, he's definitely going to go top 100. I feel confident about that. Especially what do you have on Gallup? While you just sit there quietly while I praise him, what do you have? Two, on three. Him? I'm ahead okay. of Chark. He's uh, fine. You see, I he's my ninth receiver. Yeah, hater. Uh, I've got the six that I mentioned in the top 50, and then I have Dante Pettis, Simi Cobbs, and then Michael Gallup. So I, I like him, just not as much as you. Mm, big time hater. Yeah, tough. Yeah. What else do we say we're going to do today? I'm just I'm really turned off by your hating right now. Uh, well, you mentioned your LSU. Why guy. do you even do a top fifty? That's offensive to the guys who didn't make it, Dane. Yeah, for crying out loud, these guys have families. Everybody's a, gets <laughs> offended these days. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, you talked about one LSU guy that you know is kind of in DJ Shark who is talented, uh, but on in college, you know, inconsistent results. Keeping with the same team, LSU, there's plenty of those guys we could talk about. Arden Key's one of them. But I want to talk about Dante Jackson, the corner from LSU. You Did you run track in high school? I actually did, Dane. You you know, 4-7 isn't uh, the fastest in the 100, but it plays in the 400. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, so I was never a track guy, but I mean, obviously I know, you know, good times and all that. So what would you say is a good time for the 100 meters for what you would expect from a cornerback in what in college Uh, high school senior year high school 10 7 10 8 he ran a 10 3 0 yeah that's about three tenths of a second from going to the olympics that's pretty awesome yeah that's pretty good uh and then in the 200 meters 21.2 that's also flying so dante jackson has special special speed and you see it on film he's a twitchy athlete instant accelerator easy to get excited about him he's probably by five ten and a half 175 pounds uh the instincts are eh, come and go uh so there's a lot of things not to like about him but when you have that athleticism you have that speed that's going to carry a lot of weight at the cornerback. No position matters more for the stopwatch than corner. And so for Dante Jackson, he's you know I thought about putting him in my top 50. I, I didn't just because I, the other stuff worries me a little too much. But he's going to play in the NFL. It reminds me a lot of Ronald Darby when he was coming out of Florida State. He can fly. Uh, the speed is awesome. Some questions about his discipline and technique and uh, just the overall mental aspect of the, playing the position. But... When you have that type of speed, Dante Jackson uh, is pretty special. So, just a name, another name from LSU, who not necessarily a, a well-known name, but someone to keep on the radar. Chark will outrun him. That'd be a good race. Uh, if you're asking me right now, who's no? The, if you run ten three hundred, you're you're scooting. Well, well, okay, Dante you're Jackson. Scooting. He also okay, yeah. Dante Jackson also ran track in, at LSU. His personal best at LSU. And a hundred meter SEC relays, ten point two two, wind dated, but still ten point two two. Yeah, that's now you don't know because obviously we have yards from forty to a hundred that we have to maintain, but that's going to be a that's going to be a low four three. He would be my early. He guess. might touch the four twos. Anyone listening, if you're going to make bets with your friends about who's going to run the fastest forty. I'm taking Dante Jackson. Oh, especially because he's a track guy? Yeah. He's going to be great on his start. He should be. Yeah. Yeah. He understands, you know, the te- the technique, the getting out of 
the stance and you yeah. can go to the training where they pay people to try to get them to run a faster 40 and the guys are like why are you here like, yeah. i don't know see you are later. you here to teach the other guys or? <laughs> yeah i'm good thanks uh so yeah dante jackson another lsu guy to keep a name or keep your eye on we have any questions you want to get to what before else we, we uh, yeah, let me take a peek let before we wrap this here. up hold on let me take a peek here uh question number one comes from a reporter in pittsburgh chase williams he says uh are you a fan of curling do you like curling like the winter olympic sport yeah i think with that's the, the like sport the, that's the sport that i've always said and the i believe broom. this yeah i believe this that's the sport where if you had not a lot of talent and it was like hey right now jeff with your terrible knees all the surgeries you've had but you have to go win at something what could it be i think three weeks of practicing curling and i could go three. win a gold medal wow yeah i think three i don't think the competition's what you think it is I don't think there's a ton of people competing for those spots. I think my length, uh, <laughs> natural athleticism. But w- okay, but what would you would you be the guy? My grip, the- strength, and my toes. No, I'd be the sweeper. You'd be the sweeper. Okay. Yeah, I'd be the sweeper. Yeah, there's a lot of touch involved in that. Well, no, there's not because I sweep it where I want it. Yeah, you know, I control this thing. Yeah. So like you're, you're, you're just sweeping ice out of the way then. I man, I don't know. Well, I just you know that you sweep stuff. You just said you can win a gold medal in three weeks. That's you don't, you're the first you don't week know? I would spend knowing how to move it. I don't know yet. Something That's an insult learned. to all the longtime legends in the curling sport. Yeah, and I well, you know, I'm coming for you guys. Next Olympics, if you're the Browns, who would you take at number one? Damn, Darnold. Um, I. I they, like I, I hear a lot of people saying, why would you take a quarterback at one when you just take one at four? Because if it's you not, like one, you take him. Yes, that's not how it works. You don't. It's not like a a linebacker where if you don't take one, you take the next one on your like. Or when you're picking top five, you take players. You don't take positions. <laughs> it's your quarterback for the next decade. Yeah, and it, just take whichever one's left. Even if you like, you say you're torn on Darnold or Mayfield, you still have to like one better than the other. You have to. And you take that player first. You don't. And you don't take the second best player at four and risk him being gone. You take if you're going to take a quarterback, you take him at one. And this is if they love one of these guys. And I'm not saying they will. They might not. But if you love one of these quarterbacks and think you can be a long-term NFL starter, help you compete for the division, the AFC North, you take him at one. And if that means that you miss out on Saquon Barkley, then so be it. You'll get Ronald Johnson at 33, and you'll be just fine. Let me see here. Let me see here. And I've heard a lot of people saying Bradley Chubbs won't be an option uh, for the Browns because of um, Miles Garrett and Emmanuel Ogba. But people have to understand that with a new general manager coming in, you have no idea what his opinion is of Emmanuel Ogba. He might not be a huge fan. He might think he's expendable, especially coming off an injury. And Bradley Chubb might be too good to pass up, especially the pass rush position, which is the second most important position on your roster. So you cannot rule out Bradley Chubb at four. Personally, I think he goes three to Indy, but if Bradley Chubb is available, he should not be ruled out at four to Cleveland. Almost forgot my question. I had a question for you. Oh, yeah. What's the question? Shaquem Griffin. Oh, yes. The linebacker from Central Florida who unfortunately is missing his left hand. Yep. Uh, lost when he's four years old, right? So he's used four to years this. old from a birth defect. Yeah, yeah. He's lived his whole life this way, and probably going to be. I think he'll get drafted. You think he'll get drafted? Yes, I'm uh, down day three somewhere. Someone is going to pick him. How do you think he eats steak? Uh, and is that disrespectful to ask? Because I was watching him last night, and it was just a legitimate question that popped yeah. up. Like you don't have your left hand; you have two utensils. What? I don't think it's disrespectful because if, I think if he was in this room and you asked him, right. he would laugh and tell you exactly how he does it. 
Because I know? can picture two ways. One, you you just fork it, and then you like bite right, off right, of right. the full steak. Or because two would be real awkward. It would be like you put it in the elbow with the fork, and then you get all the way down there, and you kind of <clears throat> hold it like that, and then and that seems like doing too much. I wonder if he uses special utensils because he uses some kind of special thing to lift weights. And I'm eager to see at the combine if he's allowed to use that. I would assume so. He's allowed to use that whatever on his on his left hand that helps him, you know, lift put the bar up, make a balance with his right hand. Is that considered a competitive advantage for something like the combine, or will he be able to use that? I don't I don't know. Well, if he can't use that, that's a little unfair because the bench press, he's not going to be able to lift it if he has to try to balance it on the... No, he won't He won't be able to do the event. Yeah. But... Although trying would be interesting. No, you can't do that. That's a safety thing. <laughs> yeah, well, I would, it's a dangerous sport. I would think the NFL would let him. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, he's probably only going to put up, you know, 18 reps maybe. You want to know how strong the guy is in his upper body? You can't find out unless you strap a <laughs> yeah. deal on him. So, yeah, I, 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 that'll be interesting, but... Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of, I don't know, we we take for granted the use of our hands, especially. We you know, do. It, it would be, it would be really tough. Not only steak, but plenty of foods. You think steak. he just forks it? Uh, or maybe he just has someone cut it for him. I don't know. You don't always have somebody around. True. You know. I think one thing that drives Shaquem is he's a twin, and so he saw his brother. His twins in the NFL. Yeah, third round pick, corner from the Seahawks, had a nice rookie season. He saw his brother Shaquille do everything normal. And so he wants to do everything. I and mean, again, he didn't lose his hand two years ago. He lost, lost his hand at four years old, so it's all he knows. He wants to do everything his brother does. And so I think the fact that he's a twin, I think, has been a big part. Can't understate that enough. A huge part of him not letting his hand be a, a limitation, uh, something that holds him back. And so... I bet you he'd be able to do it no problem. I don't know how, but I think he'd be able to, you know, stuff like eating tacos or chicken wings or, you know, things that traditionally, you know, could use two hands. I think you just have to get better with your tongue on the chicken wings because you can get between the two bones if you really work at it. Yeah. Yeah, you can handle that. Tacos are easy. No, yeah, I'm just saying, but sometimes you use it, you go two hands, sometimes. Yeah, just, that's a hell of a taco. Yeah. Yeah. I, the only tacos I have are hell of a taco. So. Okay, all right. Uh, that's all I got today. Okay. That's all, I'm out of we'll, gas. We'll end it. on that now. Yeah. Though. All right, so leave your uh, comments today on how you think Shaquem Griffin eats steak. What do you think is, what do you think the way he does it is? What? Hey, five five stars is what you're supposed to leave on the podcast. You get the five-star review, then tell us how you think Shaquem Griffin eats his steak. And Shaquem, if you hear this, feel free to tweet us at JC1053 or at DP Brugler and let us know. Dane will probably just call you. I'm sure he has your number. You guys have a wonderful week, and we'll talk to you next week on Trust. Take T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.